Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Simon Miller's Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and this is a wrestling show. Slightly sore-throated today, terrible use of terminology there, after a weekend of wrestling where I did just shout at a lot of people. I need, if anyone knows the skill to that, the skill of being able to be loud and shout. I know people go, oh, you got to do it from your esophagus and stuff. Well, I do that and it still hurts. Uh, it still hurts my throat. But any information on that would be great. And look, if you are a brand new listener, thank you very much for tuning in. Indeed, it's just a show where we talk about wrestling for around about 45 minutes to an hour. And that is that. You can catch it live on my YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Miller on Tuesdays and uh, search for Simon Miller. And it goes live on Tuesdays and Thursdays around about 1 p.m. GMT. And that is, uh, well, that's the long and the short of it. But if you do want to come on the podcast, a little something I try and give out to people that subscribe or pledge, whichever word you want to use, to my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316. Without that, the podcast would stop, my YouTube channel would stop, everything would just stop because, yeah, that's how I fund and finance all these things. And unfortunately, that's just the way the world works. But coming back on the podcast today, a man who's been very supportive for a very long time, which I do appreciate it, is JR. JR, how are you doing today other than sub-temperatures? uh i've been doing pretty good um and yeah no if you do want to yell for a lot longer plenty of honey and lemon usually works for me (laughs) it's true that's true that's what they say that's what they say it's a shame i don't like honey this is a problem you see honey is Mm. not my honey is not my bag i never i've never been into it but no it's uh it's a good shout well as we record this is the monday we've got raw coming up in around about 12 hours or so and more importantly we've got the raw rumble happening on sunday easily my favorite event of the year it's you know you always see people saying oh we should make it 60 men or we should make it 50 men. I'm like, no, no, no. The reason the Royal Rumble is so good is because we've come up with a concept that is seemingly, as of now, 2020, timeless. So let's not muck around with it, right? Like, I don't know about you, but if somebody said to me, Simon, you've got to give up WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, I give up WrestleMania. It's not even a question to me. The Royal Rumble is the thing I look forward to in the WWE calendar every year. Well, yeah, definitely. And also with like, I mean, WrestleMania is just the biggest thing if you just make uh, the Royal Rumble, the biggest thing, then sure, it'll become WrestleMania. But yeah, the idea of the Royal Rumble where you just get as many people involved as possible. And and a Rumble works so much better than, um, oh, what's the one where they all start in the ring? Yeah, uh, you mean like a Battle Royal? Yeah, like with a, a Rumble, you actually get like a nice introduction to everybody. It's a great way to bring new people in because it's, Great, just like, hey, here is basically our roster, and you get a little intro to everybody, everyone gets their spots, and so, yeah, I think Royal Rumbles are the best shows that uh, WWE put on, at least consistently. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think the, you know, that countdown is the is the money, right? That's why it's so good because you're like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And in so the past, it's like getting a loot box in the middle of a wrestling <laughs> it, match. Yeah, it is. It is. You don't have to pay for it, and your parents don't get mad that you use their credit card. <laughs> it, you well, know, if that, you use their credit card for the network, you know. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that that's the real that's the real cool thing because it does backfire you on you occasionally where you're like, oh, well, I'm disappointed now because I was expecting something more. But when you do get 
something that you you desperately want it is i don't know it, it, it's just the surprise of it like the, the greatest example of that is in 2008 i think it was when you know john cena came back at number 30 and the new york crowd mm-hmm. was so surprised that they erupted and then within five minutes well, less than that like two minutes they're like oh no wait we don't like <laughs> we don't like john <laughs> cena and they instantly started booing him i thought that was absolutely fantastic yeah, that was a really cool moment. And it is nice to basically have a planned pop every, they say three minutes, but we know it's always just whenever they want to. I know. I love it when I tell people that. People think it's like regimented. It's like, dude, if you want to be a massive nerd, sit there with your stopwatch. <laughs> sometimes it's 40 seconds. Sometimes it's over two minutes. Sometimes it's just a random figure. They do it based on reactions. That's what they do. They do oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they as soon when... as it seems to have like slowed down a little bit. All right, next one. Go, go, go. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Of course. So talking about surprises, I thought that's where we'd start today. Let's try and see if we can't, you know, play a bit of uh, Magic 8 Ball and figure out who's going to be there. And it does tie into rumors that continue to hamper the internet at the moment is the fact that Edge may be not only making a return to the Royal Rumble, but making a return to wrestling. And I, I feel like now, aside from there being the odd story out there, I feel like at the moment, the reason people are jumping on it is because the WWE's YouTube channel keep uploading videos of Edge at the Rumble. Now, don't forget that you know that they they, they they probably read all this stuff. There's a there's a, a big chance I would imagine they're doing it to try and get these kind of responses and reactions and get people to watch these videos. But what do oh, you yes. think, Matt? I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, we don't know the status of Edge's neck. I mean, we've seen people like Daniel Bryan come back, and you know there have been other uh, you know. I guess wrestlers have done it, but can you honestly see that happening? I'm, I remain skeptical, but I'm happy to be worked like a, like, like a, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical too, just because neck injuries tend to seem very like the ones that really take people out of yeah. working. Um, but I mean, obviously if it is all cleared and above board, I'd love to see him back. I kind of remember him wrestling when I was a kid, when I was much younger. Um, and he was really great. Mostly, I think, just having his personality uh, come back as a main time thing for at least a little while would be really cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to believe that we're going to see Edge appear in the Rumble or not. It, I feel like if he does, they're definitely going to set him up for something big. But who knows? Maybe they're just trying to be like, yeah, maybe you want to come see anyway. Just de- <laughs> yeah, def- definitely watch out. it. I think that's my worry is... How comfortable, I don't know, who cares about me? I'm just some nerd fan on the internet. But how comfortable am I going to be every time he takes a bump? You know, because I know that medical science may have said, oh, yeah, he's okay. But I still worry about Daniel Bryan. Less so now, because I've just got used to it. But there is always something a little, just a small thing in me where I feel like his dad. I'm like, please don't hurt yourself. I really don't want to see that. No, I I get that as well. Not not as much with Edge as like when Daniel Bryan first came back and like that first night he took a bunch of headshots. It's like, hey, man, that was the thing that kind of stopped you. Are we really going to jump right to the head bumps? Okay. <laughs> so true. hopefully if Edge does come back, there is no like very cringy neck work. Um, and we just like, hey, he comes back. He looks awesome. He gets eliminated by something crazy because he's Edge, but just stay away from his neck, dear God, please. I think if he comes back, he has to win it. And then you open a whole world of possibilities because are you going to do Edge versus Brock Lesnar? I mean, going on what we just talked about, that's the last thing I want to see. I don't want to see Edge in there with a guy that actually beats people up. I have no interest in that whatsoever. 
Well, I, I do think with the rumble, at least you do have a little bit of wiggle room where if you do have a big comeback, he doesn't necessarily need to win. He just needs to have a bunch of amazing spots. Um, so I don't think you need to have him come. I think you actually shouldn't have him win. Like, I don't, th- I feel like winning the rumble should be like, Hey, this is the talent. We kind of want to springboard forward. We, we see a nice story with him. Um, I'm not really 100% certain who that is right now, but I don't know. I don't think you need to have a big comeback be your winning moment of the Rumble, you know? Yeah, fair enough, dude. I, th- I think as some people would, well, I've heard them. They, they, they think if he comes back, he has to win. But it's all about the story, right? Who chucks him yeah. out? Where does it lead? And, you know, there's every chance he wins and he takes on Bray Wyatt. You know, Edge isn't associated with any brand. And maybe Edge versus Brian White would be would be a good match. I mean, the interesting thing with Edge is if he comes back and wins the belt, people will be accepting of it. But when mm-hmm. we come to my next guest for the Royal Rumble surprises, which is Cain Velasquez, because yeah, I think it, the thing is, if Cain Velasquez returns, well, he is going to return to the Royal Rumble. It's like a half a surprise. He mentioned it in an interview, but uh, you know, WWE hasn't confirmed it, obviously. But, but the next point for me is, let's say Cain Velasquez comes back at the Royal Rumble. To me, right. he has, there's one of two options. He either wins, which I highly doubt, like I highly, highly doubt, or he's being put in there to get his revenge against Brock Lesnar, which ultimately means he goes on to WrestleMania and we do Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez too. Do you really have Cain Velasquez lose twice? And if you don't, do you really make Cain Velasquez the world champion? That is not going to do Cain Velasquez any any favors. The, 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 the people that are still watching wrestling, like the super hardcores, are going... To, you know, if Cain had been doing this for maybe... In WWE, I should say. Maybe he had a year or a year and a half's worth of matches, it would be all right. But to mm-hmm. do it in your second one or third, if you want to count the Royal Rumble, I think that could be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, no, I think if if you have him come back and just immediately lose, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you kind of spin that so much. I'm also, I'm not very familiar with Kane Velasquez. I mean, when was the last time that he wrestled? All he's done is he came in at the Saudi Arabia show, whatever the hell Oh, okay. So and, he... Brock, and Brock Lesnar tapped him out in about, what, three minutes? It was rubbish. Ooh, <laughs> it was really rubbish. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you really want to build him up, because uh, Lesnar is in the Rumble, right? Well, Lesnar's here. Lesnar is going to be number one in the Rumble. Oh, okay. And he, so, the idea is that he wants to get to the end, and therefore he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to defend his title because he'll have won the rumble. So you know, it's all right. Now. I mean, maybe if you really want, if Velasquez is like set, like they want to do him and Brock at WrestleMania, maybe just have him come in, screw Brock out of winning, and then just leap out himself. That way, it's all like still in his control, but he only did it to fuck over Brock. <laughs> but then at WrestleMania, what do you do? Because it has to be the program. Surely there has to be a revenge match, and oh, WWE yeah. title will be on the line. I just you can't have Cain Velasquez lose again. It'll look stupid, but you can't. You, you, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it just raises so many. Maybe you can. Maybe you know. But to me, the choice being, if you're booking yourself into a corner where it's Cain Velasquez lose again, or he becomes WWE champion, don't make that match. Just don't make that match. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. WWE loves making those kind of matches where you just you can't win no matter what you do. So that is true. That is very true. Uh, my next surprise person, I don't know how true this is going to be. Like the Velveteen Dream has obviously been out for a very, very long time. And the last time that Dave Meltzer talked about him on the Wrestling Observer radio show, he kind of hinted that his back injury may have been pretty serious. But it mm. doesn't mean that it hasn't got better by now. Like he's, he's been gone since sort of middle to late last year. So there's every chance he could have recovered. 
But I think, given that NXT is now on television, and given that Velveteen Dream is one of those guys that is ultimately going to be one of your massive stars down the line, if not already, yeah. you have to... You have to if you can have him in the Royal Rumble, I think you absolutely should do because if people haven't seen him before and then they realize, oh, that guy's down at NXT, they're probably going to be like, oh, maybe I'll go tune into NXT, you know? So I think if he's good to go, he should be in that Rumble. Do you, I mean, do you think that if if they really want to promote NXT, do, do you think they have someone from NXT win the Rumble and then go to challenge for the NXT, main NXT belt? I mean, look, it makes sense if you're, you know, because they are losing that war with AEW at the moment. And quite yeah. badly is the truth. I know people don't like to hear it, but it's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, ultimately, if you want to try and balance that war out, why the hell wouldn't you, right? It, 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 it makes perfect sense to me to try and... You know. I, I, I mean, I think it's a pretty good idea if that's what you really want to do. I mean, let's face it, title matches typically just come together themselves because, hey titles are basically the MacGuffins of wrestling everyone just wants them so why not use the royal rumble to promote nxt when you really want to have a win against the competition and it'd be different too and yeah. i also i also think you have to remember that again we're talking about the crowd who are <sighs> hardcore i don't like but they're a crowd that are aware of the ins and outs of the of the business mostly i know there's still casual fans there to a certain degree but i think they would accept somebody winning the royal rumble and i don't necessarily yeah. think that was true maybe five six years ago i think if an nxt guy won there would actually be a bit of oh sweet cool i like this this is different this is new and also like i feel rumbles the best winners are always the ones that kind of feel at least somewhat like an underdog like oh my gosh they made it through this entire thing and like it wasn't our main super duper guys like I always think like those kind of work better because it's like, yeah, just through piss and vinegar, like <laughs> Velveteen Dream was the way, way, the way to all the way got there. So, yeah, well, you know, see, and the, the other one, there's a few more we're going to do. But the other big one that I think has certainly been quashed now after recent events is that The Rock may be in the Rumble. I don't think The Rock is going. <laughs> I don't think The Rock was going to be in the Rumble anyway. But after his recent, uh, you know, family tragedies, he's 100 percent. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, need to be in the Rumble. Yeah, what is what, what what does the rock get out of that zero like he gets absolutely oh, no, nothing no. out of that whatsoever uh, a really fun evening maybe but <laughs> the, yeah that's about it <laughs> but who's gonna who's gonna throw him out like there's nobody that is more protective of their brand for lack of a better term than the rock so he'd want to win he's not right. gonna fight wrestlemania if he gets injured he's gonna lose millions of dollars there i don't understand there is no need for the rock to be I, i'm gonna say it right now it's 100 not happening there you oh go. it's 100 percent not happening but it but if it does happen i'm sure king corbin will be the one to throw him out so <laughs> i take that just for the rage <laughs> just for the, the internet rage i get a lot out of internet rage uh, another one that i think does make more sense is goldberg i think you put goldberg in there uh, he's been having this kind of off-camera feud with uh, matt riddle and i'm sure they've sat down and come to some kind of agreement i don't i think that if it's going to make money for both of them i don't think they're stupid people um yeah. so yeah I, I i i can see that one i think and also i, I can imagine goldberg having a match at wrestlemania person is a fan i'd like to see him have a match at wrestlemania so i'm I'm gonna say yeah that one is that one seems to make sense to me i mean goldberg's always fun in moderation like if he comes out has a great like short match 
Uh, I'm always down for that just because his entrance is always so extra. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd be down for some Goldberg. No, I would. Oh, again, he's lost the magic that maybe he once had just because he's been back. That's what happens. But if you are looking for those old Attitude Era guys to get back involved, and uh, Goldberg has said he wants to come back, I'm up for it. Like you said, as soon as I'd hear the, the drums and everything, I'd be like, hell yeah, man, let's go. So I, I'm all right for Goldberg. What about John Cena, man? We mentioned him coming back at the uh, the 2008 Royal Rumble. He's obviously been gone now filming movies. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania, so essentially a year. Didn't have a match throughout all of 2019. I mean, could you see a potential thing where maybe John Cena comes back, wins the Rumble, challenges Bray Wyatt, wins his 17th World Championship, and then walks off into the sunset entirely for an idea I just threw it, got you know picked up from nowhere? Uh, I don't know. I don't quite see it just because John Cena is one of those guys where you can just he, – he can just come in and have a WrestleMania match. Like there doesn't really need to be any buildup for it, so I don't see why waste the Rumble on him. And then also, I just have a weird little assumption that Charlotte Flair is going to be the one to beat her dad's record, not John Cena. Like, I don't think they're ever <laughs> like, I think one of the reasons they keep putting belts and taking him off her so quickly is to, like, raise her numbers up. But I don't think that we're ever going to see Cena pass Ric Flair's uh yeah. Interesting, man. Interesting. I, I'm convinced they will do it one day. I think they're so in the John on the John Cena wagon that they will they will find a way to do it. Oh, I'll be intrigued, man. Maybe they don't. You know, they, I, I'm, I'm basing this on absolutely nothing, obviously. I, I mean, just because they they still haven't done it, and he's been tied for how many years now? Ah, oh, he's we what last one. His last but what again? Bray Wyatt. It must have been. So what's that? Two, three, three years, something like that. Yeah, you're right. It's been a while. I think that's right. I, I, I feel know. like if they haven't pulled the trigger yet, and I know. Those women's belts, I mean, I guess recently they haven't, but they used to be like traded around almost weekly. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, over... sorry, go yeah. on, man. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think Charlotte Flair will be the one to pass her dad's record, which well, you... you know, it's just a nice story. You mentioned Charlotte Flair, there's every chance she could win this Royal Rumble as well. I've got her as one of my favorites, but talking about that match. I would say, given that Nia Jax now has been out for a long old time after she had that horrendous injury. I, I, I will put her as a, a strong favorite to be a surprise contender in, in the female Royal Rumble. And I think she should too, because I think, you know, even though it's quite stereotypical when it comes to wrestling, you know, she is uh, a monster in the women's division. And it's really hard to throw monsters out of the Royal Rumble, even though oh, these people true, yeah. never, ever win it. But, you know, you can tell that story quite quickly. So, yeah, I, I would almost guarantee that she will be in that one as well. Yeah, if. I think if Nia Jax comes back in this Rumble, and she definitely wins it, uh, the lead-up to her versus Becky, like going back to all the face smasher references, like I think that would be an amazing story for a WrestleMania match. Yeah, because we never really got it. That didn't go anywhere, did it? That didn't, didn't go Yeah, it never like completely paid off. I mean, obviously, Becky used that as a way to catapult to become Becky Two Belts for a while, but... Uh, I think, yeah, having her come back and because I can't see a as interesting a story but with her and Bailey, but I think her and Becky would be an awesome WrestleMania buildup. Maybe not a great match, but it would definitely be an awesome buildup. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Shayna, I'd rather Shayna Baszler took that role. 
I'd rather she was a surprise and, and, and went on to face Becky. But I wouldn't mind Nia Jax either. Like you say, the story's already there. And yeah. when the story's already there, that's not the it's not the worst thing in the world to try to try and play off it. And the next one I've got down is The Undertaker. This just ties into my dumb idea that I came up with, which I don't actually believe is going to happen. But I like to put it out there into the ether because then if I am correct, I look really good. It's like <laughs> when, when, when I first started this podcast, it was the week when Shane McMahon came back. I mean, we've done a few episodes. And I just, as a joke, said, oh, Shane McMahon will come back this week. And he did. And ever since then, I've just used that as if I'm some kind of guru. I was just being a dick. That's the only reason I said it, to be a dick. <laughs> and it paid off. Um, but I I can't even remember where I was going with that now. Anyway, my next one that I believe... Oh, no, The Undertaker. That's right, yeah. So I think The Undertaker, you know, Undertaker comes back, eliminates Brock Lesnar. I don't think he wins the Royal Rumble. I think maybe he, you know, they brawl over the top rope or anything. And right. then you do Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar 2 at WrestleMania. They have the match they were never able to have. And hey, you know what? You want to make Undertaker the champion one more time? And then you want to retire him, like much like we said for John Cena? I'm, I'm all right with that. I, I don't buy into this. Oh, he's old. You know what? He's a flipping Undertaker. He can do whatever the <laughs> hell he wants. Like any wrestling fan on the planet, if the Undertaker walked in, you'd just go... I don't know what to say to you. Like I'm in awe of you. So you, <laughs> you would though, wouldn't you? Like, oh, I, I, totally, I, yeah. I, I'd say him, Vince McMahon and Triple H to a lesser level. Sure, Michaels too. These are Ric Flair. These are the kind of guys that just command respect. So the Undertaker wants to come back. And also when you start, you know, fantasy booking, what else may be in line for Brock Lesnar? I'll take Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker too, as long as they're smart with it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it as an attempt. So I think that, yeah, nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want it to happen, but kind of don't think it will. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily see them going down that route. Um, and also I don't, I don't know if I necessarily want a Undertaker versus Brock too. I like, I don't know. Brock ended the streak. I feel like leaving it there is totally fine. I don't need to see Undertaker come back and have revenge. <laughs> How many years later? Six. Six years yeah. later. That's a long time to wait for revenge as well. <laughs> I just my my idea with it is just a quick a, a tangent. Who else does Brock Lesnar fight at WrestleMania? I've got nobody. I've got nobody that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I haven't a hundred percent checked out the WWE in a while, so I don't really know like who's hot or who's not. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know who you have uh fighting brock i just think someone should take the belt off of him because i don't know i don't think brock is necessarily a great champion like i think he's a great uh event that comes in every so often and just yeah, rolls over someone like but having him be a fighting champion just because he's often or not not around although i guess he's been around a lot more often than he was like his last rain yeah all of, Jan all of january he's been there which is quite yeah. incredible but i still agree with you i just think there's more uh, there's more interesting things you can do with Brock Lesnar if he's not the champion. Like, you can have yeah. him in a match with Bobby Lashley. I'm not saying that's the greatest thing in the world, but you're definitely not going to get that match when Brock Lesnar is the champion because Brock Lesnar, uh, because Bobby Lashley won't be put in, uh, they won't be put in that kind of situation. He just won't. That's just how WWE, yeah, how that, WWE does it. They definitely don't see Bobby Lashley as a universal champion or right. i guess wwe champion now which but. is also crazy because he looks like vince mcmahon drew him on paper so <laughs> yeah he does look like a weird dream of vince mcmahon he really like, does he really does uh the other one that everyone's talking about so i mentioned it here is page it kind of goes back to the neck injury stuff i don't think yeah. it's going to happen i think this is just 
fans wanting to you know make up these incredible scenarios that they will then get upset with when it doesn't happen nothing better than setting your own expectations then being mad when it, yeah, when it I, doesn't go down but also like hope does spring eternal and so i i i have always really loved Paige, and her a, her doing a comeback would be awesome. Obviously, I don't want it to happen if something bad will then happen. But if she can come back, have a couple of really awesome matches, I'm all down for it. But yeah, I would I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. No, no, I, I don't I don't put much weight in it at all. Uh, Ronda Rousey is also a name doing. I don't I don't mind the Ronda Rousey one because, like you said earlier, it tells a good story. Yeah. If we if we then do Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch two. And you really sort of tie into what happened 12 months ago. And she wins the Raw Rumble. I'm okay with that. Like, she got a lot of hate towards the end of her run, Ronda did. But I always, I enjoyed what she brought to the women's division. I think her position was missed after she had left. And I, I'd, be, I'd be all right with her coming back. Again, I think it's a long shot. But I think you'd get a nice pop. I think it's a nice surprise. And I think you could work that quite well. Uh, you know, whether it's going to happen, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really loved uh, Ronda Rousey while she was here, and I, I think the only reason that she got hate towards the end of uh, that big feud was because she was not Becky Lynch in that moment, and if yeah. that is the one thing that you're doing wrong, uh, I don't know, I can't fault you too much for that. Um, so I would I would really love to see her come back. Personally, I don't, I don't think it's quite time yet. I, th- I think having her... Holding her back a little while and having her come in when we're fully ready to do the four horsewoman, four horsewoman uh, match, that's when you pull the trigger on her coming back. But Makes sense. If, if you want to do it a little bit earlier and just have her come around and, you know, just knock heads for a little while, like I'm always down for that. She was really awesome. And the last one it goes back to this ridiculously fantasy booking stuff. CM Punk. Now, my friends, <laughs> the other week when the, the Miz said some bad words, well, even bad words, when the Miz made a joke about CM Punk, he replied saying, go suck Saudi blood money, dick. He is not, right. as of now at least, or when he put that tweet, there was no deal on paper. I don't believe he's going to yeah. come back. I don't believe he's ever going to have a match for WWE again. I think he's too proud. And everyone goes, oh, Miller, what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? Fantastic. I get an amazing CM Punk return moment. I'm all right with that. I'll enjoy it for what it was. I don't think he's coming back at the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's winning the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's main event in WrestleMania 36. These are my thoughts on the matter. I mean, as much as I absolutely would love to see him show up as like number 30 and just win the whole thing and defeat Brock Lesnar and then basically spend the entire time screaming fuck you to Vince McMahon while he does it because <laughs> that that's what you got to do like you have to play up the fact that he's just coming in and running it all himself now but yeah I don't see it happening um as much as I would love it I just yeah I prove me wrong but oh I yeah be wrong. No, we'd all love it we'd all get a massive <laughs> kick out of it and I'd, I want to have it from a professional point of view there's videos for days. <laughs> my, <laughs> my next pro, if I do a live YouTube show saying pro, uh, CM Punk returns, this is good for me. <laughs> this, is, this is good numbers. This is good audience figures, but I just don't believe it. I, I just don't. But um, I mean, we may as well talk about the other matches that have been announced. I know more are going to be announced this month, but as we've done a little, a little mini thing there, we'll, we'll run down the rest of the card and we'll do this properly later. Obviously, we're getting The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. I don't think either of them will be in the Royal Rumble match. I know sometimes they do double duty. I think maybe Daniel Bryan's been putting that just to keep him out of the Royal Rumble because I believe Roman Reigns is going to win and they don't want that palaver again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, 
I, I think that the, the Fiend holds on to his title too. I don't think they're going to take that off him until till Mania now. At least that's my gut feeling. Yeah, I, I don't see... Now, now that he has it, and I don't necessarily think he needed to have it, but that's a whole other story. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think now that he does have it, you just let him run with it for as absolutely long as possible. Um, yeah, clearly I don't think he's going to be doing the headlining match of WrestleMania, but I think he'll probably be the opening. Yeah, I can see uh, it. Whomever yeah. he, whomever he fa- winds up facing, but it's a good opener, actually. All spooky and sports entertainment e. You know, people usually get a kick out of that when it kicks off the rumble. So that, oh know. yeah, and especially like the the first match is always the ones with like the coolest costumes. So yeah, exactly. yeah the... I, I, honestly, if I was if they're going to do another six seven hour WrestleMania, I'd be like, can I be on first? I get the best <laughs> crowd reactions if I go on first. Oh yeah, no, wrong. that that is the best idea. Like at WrestleMania, when you're performing for like twenty four hours. Um, you yeah you definitely want to be there when the crowd is still fresh and not like napping but. Yeah. <laughs> uh becky lynch versus oscar for the raw women's championship also on the cards obviously the story being that oscar is the only person that becky lynch hasn't been able to beat and is she going to be able to do it now i desperately want oscar to win because i think that tells a much more interesting story like if we're looking at wwe like a drama show there's much more interesting story in introducing this idea that becky lynch can't beat this warrior this fighter this you know this incredible person and then the first time she tries after realizing that she loses again that's drama right that's just you know that's oh yeah no and i I think it's always good to sort of look at wwe more like a soap opera than an actual sports show and so yeah i think if if oscar wins i am totally down for that i mean becky has had that belt for almost a year now so i am totally okay with her finally losing it and losing it to oscar who is i think one of who's yeah, definitely the be- one of the yeah. best women's wrestler of all time. There's a, there's a gif going around at the moment of, uh, I think it's Cameron from NXT trying to slap Oscar, and she turns it into an armbar. And I just <laughs> watched it, and I was like, she's the best. How do we not use her more? Like, she's so good. She's yeah, so I, good. I don't know how she came up, had a really cool streak, and then just has done next to nothing since then. I mean, obviously, lately, she's been looking like a total badass which is great but yeah i just i don't know i feel like vince mcmahon was told you need this woman but not necessarily told why yeah yeah and he probably never seen her do her which stuff is, which is which yeah. is pretty much all of N- the nxt call-ups is like yeah you need this person why you don't need to know or no it's vince mcmahon he didn't even ask why what am i saying but. of course of course no i i agree but i i, I hope that I think Becky will win, but I hope I hope she doesn't. Uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a false count anywhere match. Look, they've gone back to pushing <sighs> Roman like a like a superhero. I just take it for what it is. You know, I think it was always going to happen. You know, he didn't do anything in 2019 in terms of main event title scenes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you know, Vince McMahon in like a week's, two weeks time is restarting the XFL. He was never not going to go back to his Roman Reigns push. Like if he's happy to reboot and try and make a 75 million deficit company to make a comeback, Roman Reigns was always going to get his push again. I, I don't necessarily think it's that interesting. I'm not necessarily massively against it. I'm just happy to take it as it comes. It's whatever is basically my point. But in this scenario, I'd much rather Roman Reigns won than Baron Corbin won. I just would. I'm a bit over Baron Corbin at this stage. I mean, I've been over Baron Corbin since the second time I saw him wrestle. Um, <laughs> like, I, I feel like he could be a really great heel, but just the way WWE uses him, it's 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 no longer heat. It's just like annoyance. Um, 
So yeah, Roman Reigns because he I can actually like stand him. <laughs> but sure, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, Shorty G versus Sheamus. I mean, I worry that Sheamus is going to win. I, again, I'd much rather Shorty G won, but Sheamus is making a comeback. He's a really big dude. Okay, and maybe I, ha, I've I've been away from WWE for a little while. When the hell did we start calling Chad Gable Shorty uh, G? About a couple of months ago, maybe three months ago. Now it's ridiculous. Okay, the, the thing that makes me laugh the most is he's, he's all like, oh, I've embraced my height and I've embraced this, and anytime anybody insults him for it, he loses his temper and beats them up. I'm like, bro, that's not embracing it, man. That's being really, really frustrating frustrated by it uh but he's great i don't I, I don't like all that stuff but he's so good i'm like okay well at least he's getting him on television yeah so, chad, uh, chad gable's great i'm not calling him shorty g chad gable is great i like but... um i like uh seamus as well i do when he returned i was like, i've missed you seamus you add something different to this to this company i'm pleased you're back yeah no seamus has always been really good and he's also just as just a large dude with very <laughs> weird facial hair. Like <laughs> if nothing else, he's really cool to watch. I mean, I, I did really love the bar while it was still around. Um, it just ran its course, didn't it? Like anything, yeah. It just ran its course. Uh, they didn't even do like a breakup match. Did they? Well, they no, were just like, yeah, yeah, now they're just singles. Yeah. Shame has got really injured. I think so. He just had to go away okay. double quick time, but I don't mind that. You know, we don't always have to have massive breakup angles. It's all good with someone just being like, yeah, we're done. But yeah. I was happy. I, I think he adds something. When he came back, I was like, "Good, Sheamus is back. This is interesting to me. I think he's underrated. I think we'll look back on Sheamus and realize that he was better than people gave him credit for." Yeah, I, I definitely think he, I don't know, just never caught on the way he needed to to be a big main event guy. But yeah, I've always really dug Sheamus. I think he's a great uh, kind of at mid card spot so him and chad gable will probably put on a really good match that's the thing it'll be it would be decent and then bailey versus Lacey evans uh whatever i don't care i don't care i don't, I don't like the story <laughs> i don't like the story everyone gets mad at me but i don't like the fact that Lacey evans is meant to be a face just because she's a mum and in the army that's not enough for me i need more i know lots uh, of people that are faces yeah. in the army i just do people get so mad at me i'm, I'm sorry that's how i feel when i watch it yeah i don't know Lacey evans i mean she didn't really work as a heel and i think she's probably working even less as a face just because i don't know as a heel like it was always just like yeah i'm so obnoxious i'm just walking down to the ring and then not and yeah so i don't really just let 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 bailey keep the belt don't don't give it to lacy please <laughs> i think i will I think they will give it to Lacey. I just, I just yeah, I, I just, I think they, they see something in it, which is great. But I don't, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying, give me a reason. So I just give me something, just a little yeah. something. So not, I go, okay. Because she is a mom. That's weird. I, I hate it. I hate it. I don't care about Lacey Evans's child. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I care from her from a humanistic point of view, but from a wrestling yeah, point I don't of want view, it, yeah, about it, but I don't. It, it doesn't make a doesn't difference. Doesn't want her to win a wrestling match. No, exactly. If Bailey says, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna," I hate you know her kid i'm like okay great thanks for telling me i don't care <laughs> i don't care uh, so that's real rumble obviously going down on sunday we'll touch on it later in the week too we should talk about all elite wrestling man because i'm going to assume you are still uh, enjoying that am i correct oh yeah that that i actually ha have still been watching yes that's what i wanted to bring up with you because last time we talked about it it was kind of in its infancy it's a bit of an exaggeration but you know what i mean obviously now yeah, they've, they've the re up Last we talked about it, the TV show hadn't even started yet. No, so. that's true. But they've re-upped their deal now. So a lot has happened since then. You know, they're guaranteed till, what, 2023 or 24, whenever it is. Uh, yeah, I think it was 23. 
Yeah, massive success. No two ways about it. Like, uh, you know, they're going to be profitable in 2020 and taking away all the wrestling aspects from it. It's a new company. To be able to say you're profitable in your second, arguably third year is amazing. Like, it genuinely is amazing. So, yeah, do just tell me what, what have you thought about Dynamite. Obviously, you know, ironically, had its ups and downs. Have you kind yeah. of been following the trend or do you think some of the criticism has been a bit extreme? Just tell me what you think about Dynamite, to be honest. Honestly, I've really been loving Dynamite dynamite it's just been kind of fresh and new and not predictable like even when uh they have like less than interesting episodes it's usually in ways where i'm like okay well that's that's not how wwe is bad so at least it's a bit different um definitely they have like some of the best wrestlers around so just Every week, just like, all right, who's going to show up this time? It's got might be someone I've never even heard of before, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, Cody is just so I don't know. You just want to root for Cody like he's starting out this whole new company. And it's like, I don't know. I, you still have the this is the new thing. I want it to do well shine on it. And so I've just been enjoying it, really. Cody, especially, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's just he has become the best baby face in in america or the western world whatever you want to call it he's just i just want him to succeed and a oh huge, yeah and a huge part of it was obviously the character and the story and the narrative but the other part is the fact that i know i say with the young bucks and everybody else but you know cody rhodes was responsible for what we are seeing now and that does tie into it, it was oh it shouldn't tie into it but it does tie into it you know it's oh like, yeah it's, no it's a big bag uh, of tricks and they they've used that i mean the fact that he can never win the title now i think was one of the best decisions that they made was like, yeah, he's Cody Rhodes. He, everyone in this building is pulling for him because they're pulling for this company. Otherwise they would not come buy tickets and come here. So no reason to give him the belt. So let's just make him the face of the company. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think one day he will have the belt. I just do, but I'm thinking, Oh, may... definitely. But I, I feel like it's probably going to be on his way out just to say, like, yes. add, he had it once, but I don't think they're going to go back on that anytime soon. I think it would be like, yeah, like sort of, you know, five, six years away. Something like that. You know, something absolutely crazy that you just never see in wrestling anymore. So, yeah, I think that would be uh, that would be interesting. Well, are you excited for this week? Obviously, man, because this week they're going to do it on Jericho's boat. Bash at the Beast 2, whatever you, you want to call it. I mean, the cool thing about AEW is that they do go to these crazy arenas that instantly are enjoyable to your eyes. He's like, wow, I've never seen that before. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what do you want to see on the boat? I honestly have no idea. I like, like, like I said, like with AEW, I just show up. I don't know exactly what I'm going to see, but I know it's going to be cool. Um, well, I, th what, I forget. What are the announced matches for this week? Do we so know? We've got Moxley versus Pack in a number one contenders match, which is pretty good straight away, right? I mean, oh, not, yeah. I mean, they. I, I'm a little sick of those two being matched up just because, like, I feel like I've seen it a lot and there are still a lot of uh, matchups that I haven't seen yet in the company, but. Those guys always put on an amazing match. So e even if we've seen it a bunch of times recently, I'm I'm ready for another one. Who do you who do you? I mean, I, I think you have to go with Moxley for the the story aspect. But how do yeah? You, you got any sort of ideas of what you'd like them to do? Do you think they protect Pack somehow? Because they don't really do. You know, in terms of matches, we haven't had a DQ or anything like that. You know what? I guess yeah. What kind of stuff that do you think they'll they'll do? Um. Honestly, I, I have no idea. I, I, I think since we're on a boat, 
that's probably going to have some <laughs> link into it. Uh, I'm ready to for Le Champion to just go crazy. But yeah, between those two, I don't know. Just put on another baller of a match. I, I, I don't even have a recommendation. <laughs> no, I, I, I do think, yeah, Moxley wins it because... I don't know. I feel like if someone's going to take the belt off Jericho, and I don't know if they are, it's probably it might be Moxley. But I think yeah. it's more Moxley than Pac. But yeah, I would give it to Moxley right now. I think Jericho's held it long enough. I think the fans are behind John Moxley enough to the point that they'll re- they'll respond they'll respond big to it. I think you'd be silly not to do it. I think sometimes you've got to strike when the iron is hot. So I would I would definitely give it to I would give it to Moxley. And how, I just don't know how he beats Pac. Maybe Kenny Mega gets involved. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, also getting Joey Janela versus Phoenix. Uh, I imagine that Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford are going to be involved in that and somehow because we are doing we are doing that feud. It's just it's just a straight in a good way. It's just a strange match. Joey Janela versus Ray Phoenix. I mean, that's that's brand new to me. I know they did it on Dark, yeah. but I haven't seen that. So yeah, no, I I haven't seen because I haven't watched Dark either. Um, but. Yeah, the, those two are not like the kind of wrestlers you ever see would think to, would be put up against each other just because their styles are so amazingly different. I mean, I'm ready for Phoenix just to dance around Janela as Janela does something <laughs> terrible to his body. Yeah, but this is probably about right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Joey Janela is great, but every so often there's just something like I, I cringe because he is insane. Oh, but that's but... why he doesn't care, man. That's why he doesn't yeah. care. I mean, more power He's to him. He's the bad him, boy. But my... yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also getting Inner Circle versus Jurassic Express. I just think that would be a lot of fun, especially on a boat with fans going crazy. I just, you know, there's there's nothing oh. wrong with that to me. Uh, honestly, like Jurassic Express has been one of my favorite parts of AEW. Just like, yeah, yeah we, have a, we have a dinosaur that comes out every so often. So, yeah, I think <laughs> them versus the Inner Circle and just because it, 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 it's so easy to love the Jurassic Express and so easy to hate the inner circle that, yeah, I don't know how that goes wrong, especially on the boat. But. Yeah, <laughs> love on the boat. It makes me laugh every time. And <laughs> uh, Obviously, we've got the thing that oh, we could pull the trigger here, which I'm quite excited about. SCU versus Omega and Hangman Page for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I'm really enjoying this Hangman Page heel turn. It's slow. We're taking our time with it. We're not going crazy. If you do it right, the fans will react properly. I think we got proved that on last week's Dynamite. Like they hated Chris Jericho and they never hate Chris Jericho. So yeah, yeah I'm. I I don't know. Do you do it here? Do you not do it here? There's there's so many different options you can go with. I don't necessarily think, you know, some of the best heel turns have. Well, there's a very fine balance where you want to make sure you sh- again when you strike when the time is right. But sometimes you go past that point. And because you left it longer, then when you do do it, it almost comes full circle. Obviously, sometimes you do it too late. Like, it was just too late. You've screwed it up. But I don't <laughs> necessarily know if you have to do it this week. I don't know. I'm, I'm up in the air about it. Um, I mean, I think this is their big event for January. And we're not getting uh, another big event till the end of February with, with Revolution, I That's guess. Right, yeah, which is, I love that about AEW because it just means that they will do pay-per-view quality stuff on television. Yeah. So it's like, that's great. So yeah, I think why not do it now? Might might as well. Like this is our big event of the month, so why not yeah. go balls to the wall and pull all the triggers we can? 
and then do Kelly Omega versus Hangman at the pay per view, right? Which is uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting because I think Hangman Page has to win that. I've got this big B in my bonnet that if people turn heel and don't win their first match, why the hell did they turn heel? You have to have justifications becoming a bad guy. It was like when Shinsuke Nakamura turned heel on AJ Styles and just lost. I was like, well, well done, yeah. Shinsuke. What a waste of time that was for you. So now you've lost the fan support and you didn't. It didn't achieve anything. Bravo, you dingus. So like, I, I, I but then Kenny Omega losing is going to be a whole hot pocket of madness. I don't know. Well, yeah, it, I'm. All, I was always surprised that like Kenny Omega was not higher on the card when they first started doing the Dynamite shows, but it it seems to be working out really well. Like I'm always curious, like what is going through Kenny Omega's head or yeah. quote unquote going through his head during the during the matches. So I don't know. I, I would be totally down for them to just have him run over Kenny Omega and have Kenny Omega kind of come back even crazier more down the line hell yeah man me too especially because it's more interesting i like different stuff i i do i do agree with the argument that maybe we should have treated him a little bit more like a star to establish mm-hmm. him as a star to people that don't know who he is but as a guy that already put him on that pedestal i've much more enjoyed this weird journey we've been on it's like oh, oh this is I, crazy. yeah i think it worked a lot better because as much as all of us like wrestling fans like new kenny omega like the american audience the casual audience they didn't know who kenny omega really was so i think having him come to be like okay he's not necessarily the big star but he's definitely a guy you should keep your eye on and then launching him later on yeah, yeah. I, I i don't know i think it it's money in a, the bank right AEW it's money in the bank aew just seems to have like these longer term booking plans than wwe does so i think it that was probably a better idea to just wait on him a little bit and then show you. why he's a star later on so yeah, i'm with you i'm with you and the last thing i want to talk about a bit of a strange a strange one but it inspired me kurt angle did an interview recently where he said that he wouldn't put brock lesnar on his wrestling mount rushmore and uh, why he got asked that question i don't know but hey he did and uh, he made the, his mount rushmore uh, and obviously if you're in any kind of wrestling if you go on Reddit or whatever, this is a question that gets asked all the time. But he said that his wrestling route much more would be Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I thought, you know what? To finish today's episode, we will try and figure out uh, who our particular four uh, Mount Rushmore guys would be. And it is really, really hard. It's, if not impossible, Ooh. simply because it all depends on how you want to approach wrestling. But we'll go with it purely, you know, not necessarily personal, but Okay. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Because like, to me, and I'm not going to put him on mine, but Bruno San Martino has to be on there, really, because without Bruno San Martino, you don't have anything that we have today. Like, he was yeah. responsible for so much, but I'm not going to put him on there because... So I'm kind of doing this where I tread between personal and factual, if that makes sense. So, so it's the, just Repo Man four times for you? And there you go. You've, you've nailed it yeah. right out of the park there, J.I. It's Repo Man four times with the fifth one of just Barry <laughs> Darso by himself looking looking all happy. Now, my, we'll do it We'll do it one each, one each, one each, one each. I mean, my first one would be Stone Cold Steve Austin because, again, in terms of yeah. the impact he had on me as a wrestling fan, I think it's one of the reasons I'm still a wrestling fan today. But also, yeah, like other than Hulk Hogan, nobody else has ever made that bigger impact within wrestling. Uh, it's, yeah. the re- it's the reason I don't put The Rock on there. The Rock is so important important to the world of pro wrestling but he's more important to the world of entertainment so if we're talking about pro wrestling mount rushmore i wouldn't put the rock on there but i would put stone cold steve austin on there see in in a weird way like i feel like that's why i would actually put the rock on yeah, there I, I totally get it yeah he he'd start 
let's face it, like uh, more he's done more outside of wrestling now than he has done in wrestling. And he did oh, yeah. a lot in wrestling. Yeah. But I, I feel like just because, I don't know, no one soared as high like in just general entertainment, I feel like that's a good reason why to have The Rock on there. But Is he on yours then? Is he going on? Yeah, I, I would definitely oh, put The Rock on there. Are you putting Stone Cold Steve Austin on there as well? Uh yeah, I would have them okay. kind of be my first two uh guys. Yeah, yeah. my my second one would be Ric Flair because Ric Flair is probably the best overall wrestler of all time to me. To me, like he he yep. uh, just ridiculous, absolutely absolutely rid- ridiculous on on so many levels to the point where you can go back and watch him now. And even if you're a brand new fan, you go, oh, this guy's really good. <laughs> like this guy, this guy's the absolute best. Yeah, no, Ric Flair is definitely amazing, especially just still being able to do. I mean, he's not as good at doing promos as he once was just because, I mean, we all get older. But yeah, he still I'd love him coming out and just going crazy on the mic. Uh, I don't know if I would necessarily put him on mine, but I think he's definitely got to be in consideration. Who's your next one there, man? You go. Uh, so, yeah, if I got the Rock and Stone Cold, I think. um <sighs> I hate just constantly going back to attitude guys, but I don't know. Triple H I feel um, just cause like not only does he have like such a had such a thing in front of everybody, but also kind of went back and did a lot of stuff in the background of like basically now running WWE uh, just under Vince yeah. McMahon. Do you know what dude? I think that in hindsight and with what he's done, I think especially in sort of five, 10 years, it may be a good show. I think it may be a really, really yeah. good show absolutely because he's he's kind of transcended i mean my next one i i don't I, i've said this a thousand times before i find him problematic as a person these days but i think hulk hogan's got to be on it uh you know hulk hogan you know my mum knows who hulk hogan is and my mum oh, yeah. knows what wrestling is without hulk hogan you don't have any of this you just don't in my opinion it's it's integral to everything that we know sports entertainment to be um but yeah as in terms of a professional wrestling organization he was everything, and he was, and it's kind of easy to forget now because it was years ago. But you go back to those late 80s, early 90s arenas, and you look at numbers, and even when he first joined WCW, which was a, a, a you know, eventually became a bust because, you know, people got bored of him. He's, right. he's a ratings mover. It's just he shifted the, he shifted the tide. Oh, he, yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was a, a once in a lifetime, to say the least. Well, I, I don't think you have uh, either The Rock or Stone Cold without Hulk Hogan. Like, just I, I don't think like I think he set up the way we view wrestling superstars, um, whether he's a good guy or not. I tend to lean that I don't think he's necessarily a good guy, but I think he's a good guy. I, 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 I think he's definitely guy. an important one. <laughs> yeah, there he is. And if you're talking about that, like that's that's the conversation. Uh, who's your last one, man? Have you got one more? I can't remember. I've lost count. I think you have. Uh, yeah, I got one more. And I think um, I don't know, just because I want it to be a little more of a variety than just like for attitude era guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think Tanahashi, I would probably put on there. Hell, hell yeah, man. Absolutely. There's a massive argument for that. Yeah. Just, um, I guess. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I, he's been doing Japanese wrestling for so long and is so awesome. And even, I don't know. Tanahashi, he's just amazing. I'm without words. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, anyone that knows um, Japanese pro wrestling will know 
you got him, you got Misawa, you got Anoki. These are all guys that, much like the guys we, we're focusing on a Western one, you know, not, not by choice, just by habit, I guess. But Tanahashi has been. And also, I think by location. Like, yeah, I, of course, yeah. I, I literally cannot watch a, as much as I love New Japan, I cannot watch a New Japan wrestling live just because I would not be awake. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, my last one is a personal one. Uh, it goes into sort of my own, like I say, journey through wrestling. And what you would do is you would take the sculpture and half the face would be Bret Hart and half the face would be the Macho Man Randy Savage because without those two guys, okay, they, they gave me such a, an appreciation for what actually the, the, sort of the in-ring style of wrestling. You know, so Stone Cold Steve Austin was just a badass and Ric Flair was the all-rounder and Hulk Hogan was the sports entertainer. But Bret Hart and Macho Man, when I used to watch them and, and, and see what they could do in the ring, is when I kind of got a whole new appreciation for what this was. It just made me believe it was real. And Bret Hart's, and they still does. Macho Man's obviously a bit more flamboyant than Bret, but Hart, yeah, Bret Hart's and stuff especially, I go back and go, it just looks real. It just looks real. I know people say it's by the numbers. Well, it looks like a fight. And that's really hard. That's really, really hard to pull off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's it. That's, that's my four. Again, everyone, this is going to spark everybody off in the comments, which is fine. Let us know what yours is. I know you're mad, but it's all right. It's just a couple of opinions. And that's that. Again, it's Monday, so we've got a whole... What wrestling are you going to watch this week, JR? Are you just going to watch Dynamite? Have you been smart and just narrowed it down to that? Um, Yeah, pretty much. I've just been watching Dynamite. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to go check out the Rumble, because that's Sunday. Um, yeah, exactly. fun, but yeah, right? so probably uh, Dynamite and the Rumble. That, that'll be my wrestling for the week. You're a smart man. God, there's way too much of it. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. That's why. It's the way to do it so you don't burn yourself out too much. I, I still haven't watched the second night of Wrestle Kingdom just because there is so much wrestling to do. Yeah, but... no, totally. It was good, though. It was good. But I totally, totally agree with you. Uh, I, on the other hand, will watch Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Raw, Rumble, Worlds Collide. That's my week. So, but so, I'm very lucky can, to do what I do. <laughs> can I can I ask one question though? If if it wasn't your job, would you still watch all of this wrestling? I don't think I'd watch all of it. I definitely watch okay. Raw. I'm not going to pretend that I don't love Raw. I do. It's a train wreck and it's wonderful. I would watch all three hours. I would scoot through it much quicker than I do now. I'd yeah. probably read about it first, and I got to watch that. But I do like it. I, I would watch Dynamite because I'm still fascinated by it. That'd probably be it, you know. I'd probably because SmackDown, I can't see it till Saturday now, and I'm busy at weekends. I'd probably, you know, fly in, fly out as and when. But the thing is, when you get to critique it as well, it does become a lot more fun. There is, a, we can't yeah, pretend otherwise. Yeah. You know, getting to have a platform to stand on and shout, and actually somebody shouts back, it just makes you go, "Oh, great, that was fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well, Jay, on that note, I thank you so much for your time and. Our Always, thank you so much for the spot on Patreon. I massively appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I loved coming on. Always, man. Always. Uh, outside of that, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SimonMiller316. Please do subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Miller. We are close to 100,000 subscribers, which, uh, you know, we're all... We all want that. Don't know why, but we do. <laughs> Shout out to pinsandknuckles.com and pinsandknucklesmerch.com for being the supporters of Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. And again, yeah, patreon.com, simonmiller316. If you want to come on the podcast, check out some merch at simonmiller.bigcartel.com. We'll be back tomorrow if you listen to this on Monday, the 20th of January at 1 p.m. GMT on my YouTube channel where we will go through Raw and look at the Raw Rumble and whatever else has gone down in the world of pro wrestling. That'll be live as well, so you can get involved. Until then, though, have good days, and I'll talk to you all again tomorrow. <laughs>